Welcome into the Pilot Week 11 edition here on Impact FM, WDBM East Lansing, your home for NFL coverage here on Impact FM. My name is Jada Coster. We got Matt Corey back in the studios, Oscar Henderson, Jack David, and Matt Corey. We got the crew here today on this rainy Friday morning, but we got more football to talk about. Lots of action, especially last week, and a lot of good football going on, especially, you know, these primetime games have gotten a lot better. We, we, we saw... Uh, the last week's uh, primetime games, and then this week we got a loaded slate. And, and uh, Monday Night Football, we'll get on that later, but Chiefs-Eagles, it doesn't get better than that. So we'll talk about that a little later in this primetime coverage, as well as the Week 11 slate. So, fellas, how we doing? Good. Excited to get into this little slate that Me we got. Me too. I f- I'm fired up on early on this Friday morning. Came back at the perfect time. Yeah. Yeah, Corey is back in full force, so... We can start off with Thursday Night Football right away and the Ravens 34-20 to win over the Bengals, a little AFC North division rivalry showdown there in Baltimore. Ravens improved to 8-3. and They look, look, they had a little hiccup against the Browns on Sunday, but they bounced back in the win over the Bengals. I mean, we can start off with Lamar and hey, Odell Beckham Jr. go for 116 yeah. yards. I mean, this team is, I mean, a little bit of a scare against the Browns there blowing that game, but they're, they're still, they still look like one of the NFL's best right now. Yeah, um, they continue to dominate. Uh, obviously, last week they had a really big loss to the Browns that they uh, blew a second-half lead to. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't Lamar's best game, which is uh, probably why they mainly lost. But, yeah, Lamar continues to be great. Um, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., I'm – he he continues to look great as well. Really mm-hmm. good to see him uh, continue to be the same old Beckham Jr. that we uh, well not the same, but still continue to be a. It's nice to see him put receiver. up numbers this yeah, late into his career. Definitely, and uh, we all love him. Yeah, so. uh, poor Mark Andrews. Um, oh well, yeah, yeah, it's very rough. brutal injury. It could have um, been worse. Could have been worse. He but could possibly be back. Maybe. Possible. It he sounds like, like he's out. Well, for I know the season, they said out for the season. Back to the playoffs, but that was brutal because he already had like twenty-two receiving yards. Yeah, in the first half. It yeah. Like he was gonna have a big night, and the mm-hmm. and the Bengals not very good against tight ends as a defense. Yeah. So Mark yeah. Andrews plays to have a big night. Of course, he gets hurt on that second on that first drive. That's kind of brutal. It, so it's gonna be it's gonna be now. Uh, this uh, offense is gonna have to rely a lot on OBJ and Zay Flowers if they want to continue to dominate the way they have been. Um, if as long as those two can continue to step up and play the way they have, Nelson Aguilar also made an amazing play uh, last night too yeah, against the Bengals. But if those guys can continue to play um, at a consistent level and continue to you know improve week in and week out, especially for Zay Flowers, uh, this team can still be really good. Um, their defense is still as dominant as ever. Um, no one really talks about it, but Kyle Hamilton in the back end of that He's defense like, is so good. Like people, He's thought he was going to absolutely to phenomenal. Yeah, and I so I I cannot believe how far he fell in the draft to Baltimore so yeah. when he got drafted too. Because he was like, getting like top five hype like yeah. early on in that draft process. He's he fell. He's absolutely ridiculous, and um, yeah, just a great all around win. From uh from Baltimore and uh, Bengals got a Bengals got a lot to figure out now, especially with uh what happened that night. Yeah, I was gonna say not night. not a whole lot of a story for Baltimore. They just took care of business. Yeah. It's more on the Cincinnati side. Obviously, Joe Burrow gets hurt, couldn't throw the ball on the sideline, so it was it looks like it's a it's a wrist injury, a sprained wrist for him. Uh, don't know how long he's gonna be out for. 
uh, that's really going to dictate Cincinnati season. If he's out for a long, not long time, because I don't think he will be out for like terribly long, but if he's out for like a couple of games and they drop those games, they're out of, I think, the playoffs Yeah, for sure. Um, and then also to mention, it looks like Cincinnati was trying to hide the fact that he had a prior injury to that hand. There was a clip uh, that they now deleted of him getting off the team bus and he had a wrap on his hand. Uh, terrible look for Cincinnati. Big fine coming their way. I don't know how big that it, fine is going to be. It's it's so unbelievable. We talked about it a couple weeks ago like, about this team continually trotting him out with the calf injury that like, he had. And we we said, look, this team has It's your franchise off. quarterback. It's what are you doing? Franchise quarterback you just paid $260 million to. And not to mention that throughout these three years that he's played in the as your quarterback, he's gone off to these horrible starts with 0-2, 1-2 starts mm-hmm. for the first three games. So there was nothing wrong with no. sitting him these first couple of games to let him get healthy he and then you come up. back and you go on an amazing run that you know Joe Burrow is capable of doing. And now they just try to do it again because of the situation they put themselves in when trying to play him with the calf injury. They dropped four games um, outside of Joe Burrow playing and – yeah, now they're now they're probably going to be out for long term, and if they drop next three games, uh, if they lose three more games, they're probably they're yeah. out of the playoffs. I think. So their next their their next I will say four um, is Steelers at Jacksonville, Indianapolis, Min- Minnesota. That's tough. That's tough. I mean, look, I mean Minnesota's like they're playing well right now. We'll see how they do down the way a month from now, but. You know, the Steelers are a 6-3 and three team. They got a really good defense, and we'll see how Jake Browning can adjust to that. And then you got to go Jacksonville, and Jacksonville is – that, that is, Stanford, but they're still really That'll good. be a Monday night game. Hard for me to think if it's Jake Browning that they will that they will win that game. It's yeah. Just, so. so, I mean, yeah, it's tough because, I mean, especially when you you hide that injury, like the NFL is going to crack down on that. I don't know what the punishment would be. I, I don't think it would be like so big. Very It'd be a fine. I probably. just I don't understand it. It it makes absolutely no sense to me why you would continue hiding to your play quarterback injured. like hiding your quarterback sprained what was it his hand or his wrist wrist, wrist. hiding a sprained wrist for a quarterback is like honest throwing makes sense honest That's throwing like, hand too I mean I don't even I don't know it's frustrating because I like Burrow a lot but um we all do honestly. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a division rival for me, and I still like him. And you're just trotting him out there week after week just hurt. Mm-hmm. And then his calf finally gets healthy, and then they're like, oh, you got another injury? Let's, Let's hide it again. Yeah. and now that's going to work out. He's literally on the sideline trying to throw like throw. warm-up balls and just fell to his knees in pain. I'm like, what? it's, I don't know. They it did is, this to themselves. It is <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how long he's out, but that that's that's rough right now because yeah. the Bengals. I mean, we looked we looked at that schedule. I mean, they got they need to win some of these games in a, in a loaded AFC because you got the Texans coming. You got a lot of other, these other teams sneak up on the wild card. It'll be interesting to see. Speaking of the Texans, this dude CJ Stroud is just on. Yes, I mean, we talk about him almost every single week on the show now because rightfully so. Jack, you you talked about him before oh, our God. show. He is. Playing himself into the into contention for the MVP conversation, uh, 356 passing yards, a touchdown interception, and leads the Texans to beat the Bengals. I mean, this guy is just unreal as a rookie. It, this is he's playing uh, better than 
he's playing some of the best rookie quarterback ball ever. Ever, yeah. Ever. I mean, he's up there with break Baker Mayfield's 24 touchdown record, right? And pretty easily. I'm not sure. Right now he is sitting at 15 and they have seven more games to go. No, uh eight more games to go. Yeah. They've played nine so far. So he he'll smash that. He's on pace for it's he's going to get close to 5000 yards. It probably be like 4500. He is playing himself into the MVP conversation as a rookie on a team that everybody, nobody had expectations for this team heading into the season. I mean, obviously, like they got D'Amico Ryan's had those two uh, top draft picks, so things were looking up. But I didn't think they were going to do anything this year. They started out zero and two, so I was like, for sure, like they're gonna they're they'll finish the year with like five wins. But he's playing himself. He's playing these Texans into the playoff conversation. And especially with Cincinnati, I would, I feel pretty confident that they're going to probably be that seven seed, maybe the six seed in in the playoffs. I I mean, yeah, this this guy's absolutely absolutely incredible. Um, I could Cardinal. not have been more wrong about a quarterback prospect uh, with him coming out of the draft. He's breaking the Ohio than, State thing. Then I was about C.J. Stroud. Um, this guy is just he's so incredible he's and. Out. I, I mean, it, we're seeing it the past couple weeks, too. You just can never count this guy out of a football game. Nope. He's in that he's in that realm of, like, Brady, Burrow, Mahomes, where if they're down, you still cannot count them out of losing that game. They're mm-hmm. going to end up finding a way to come back and possibly win you that game. And he's shown that the past couple weeks, and I, I think that – um, as a quarterback, it's one of the most important things that you could show, and he is – doing it and I mean he's doing it against Joe Burrow who of course we know is one of the best talents in the NFL and mm-hmm. I, I mean just wow what what an amazing guy this uh, amazing rookie, amazing so rookie he has become um, I, I think he should be in the MVP conversation I don't really know who could who could be a front runner um, right over now. him right now maybe you could make an argument for Jalen Hurts but it you have to maybe Mahomes, but those still feel like really compelling the, arguments. The MVP's conversation is very weird right now because it is. You have Mahomes, but the Chiefs' offense isn't playing particularly well. It won't be Burrow. Definitely won't be Josh Allen. We'll yeah. get into that later. Uh, even Tua, I'm like, eh, because they can't I, I beat. Maybe you could make team. an argument that it's not going to be a quarterback this year. That it could be someone outside of quarterback like Tyreek. You want to give it to Tyreek, possibly, AJ, I mean, or AJ Brown? Yeah, I mean th- that that could entirely be possible that we finally have an MVP this year that is not a quarterback. But it, if it's going to be any quarterback who wins MVP this year, it I think it's got to be CJ Stroud if he continues to play like this. I, at this point and at this trajectory. Probably. Which... He's going to have the best touchdown to interception ratio out of all of them. He's going to have the most passing yards. Two right I think. now. He he made his first like real rookie mistake late in that Cincinnati game, and he showed resiliency. He came it, back and led he, them to a yeah. game-running field goal drive. It was absolutely phenomenal. Just, I mean, just the fact that he's nine years into his career, and it already looks like the way that he plays. It looks like he's a tenured like starter. He. He looked He's like maybe that three coming years out of the into gate. his career. It's insane to me. The way that his passes are just so crisp all the time. His offensive weapons aren't exactly, you know, the best of the bunch, and he's still making it work. He's, yeah, like Noah Brown has like over three hundred yards these past two games from Shroud. 
listen, Noah Brown, you're you're a great receiver. We can see that now, but 300 yards in two games, that's crazy from Shop. Yeah, no, I just it's really impressive what he's doing, and it, just the fact that he's up there with, you know, we're discussing him in the same sentences Mahomes and Hurts and all of those great quarterbacks is just pretty impressive. Yeah. I think uh, the Carolina Panthers are regretting that right now. <laughs> 100%. Yes. I have to now. I mean, I mean, obviously, Bryce Young still has a long way to go. Um, you can – he does not He does not look good, though. It, it, it's it got to be a lot of regret. Um, yeah, poor poor Carolina, man. Poor Carolina. And uh, what's his name? Dave Tepper yeah. is like – he, he like apparently wanted to like, over CJ. It, it sounded like there were a lot of it was a lot of different uh, opinions in that Carolina front office. Frank Wright ended up coming down. Wanted CJ Shroud. Yeah, correct. and then ended up coming down to ownership saying, "Hey, we're gonna take Bryce Young. We want so this guy." That's and, a rough look for David. Tyler. Yeah, yeah, not a, not it's a great early. way to start your own. It's early. We're still nine games through this. I still have faith in Bryce. I even do know too. he's not been playing well so far. I still, I, I still love him as a player. But this is, uh, this is a bad look for Carolina. Oh, for sure, it's, for sure. Especially for what they had to give up to get Bryce Young too. It's be a new era. They trade up for a quarterback. They get new ownership, and now it's like, all right. Oh, you should have got the guy <laughs> that was right there. That is, might be the MVP of the league this year, yeah. in this rookie year. Yeah. Anyways, so on to some of the other Week Ten games. I mean, we touched on Cleveland. I want to talk about Cleveland real quick because. I mean, what a comeback by them. Um, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson, who's now out for the season, led them to that comeback. And, I mean, it was probably due to Lamar with that pick six. But they were able to kick the game winning field goal to win 33-31. I mean, look, Cleveland, I mean, they have a great defense. But they're not going to do much without Deshaun. Nope. P.J. Walker or DTR, you're just not going to see much. I mean, I just don't see how this team, maybe they sneak in as a seven seed, but because this defense is really, really good. I just Do you guys see any scenario where this team makes the playoffs? I do. Mm-hmm. Because I see a lot of similarities from the Browns team to the Steelers team. Because <laughs> we have a... Statistically, our defense is actually one of the worst. But you watch it. You watch the defense. They're the reason we're winning these games. It's not the offense. Yeah. By all, no means is it the offense. I'm comparing the Browns to the Steelers in that the quarterback situations for both teams, even when they had Deshaun, I mean, he was winning them games, but now they have P.J. Walker. I don't think P.J. Walker is that much different from Kenny Pickett, honestly. Uh, and that's just me being totally honest. Uh, so I still think they can, especially with that defense, but that defense is going to have to play out of their minds, and they're going to have to win them games down the stretch if they are going to want to make the playoffs because I'm thinking right now you're probably going to have to be a 10-7 and 7 team to make the playoffs because there's just so many good teams in that AFC race right now, wildcard race. So what do you guys I, think about that? I mean, I, I do agree. And it, looking at their schedule coming up here, it it's not entirely out the realm for them to be yeah. that 10 and 17. I mean, they they face the Steelers. That might end up being a loss if we'll they don't have Deshaun we'll Watson. Well, but I'm sure we'll get into the pick for that game. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk about it. I, I mean, we'll see about that. They go to uh, they go to Denver, which, I mean, Denver has been playing a lot better. Yeah, that, they that, have that, been that's a frisky a Denver team. Games. It is frisky, but I, I, it's still totally possible for this Browns defense to win them that game. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to the Jaguars. That's or They have the Jaguars at home. That's probably a loss there. Um, they go. Likely. They have the Bears at home. You could probably say that's a win, too. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, at Texans versus Jets, and then they finish at the Bengals. I mean, it, it is totally not out the realm for this team to go and win ten games and get that seventh seed in the uh, in the so, AFC. For them to be ten and seven, they they would have to go five hundred through the stretch. I I think that's, that's entirely possible. possible. Yeah. I, I see, think I see realistic losses to Jacksonville, Houston, Cincinnati. Um, the rest of those teams, though, you can. You could make an argument that they could win those games. Yes, exactly. So I, I still think they have a good chance, but they do. It's it will be PJ Walker. Um, so <laughs> I, I hope I, I'm glad that it's DTR playing uh, next week instead of is it not PJ Walker? Walker? It's going to be DTR. Oh, okay. I, I just assumed it was PJ Sunday. Walker because they benched and, DTR. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's I mean DTR played pretty well over the preseason too. So yeah. I'm going to be very interested to see how he can do um, in the regular season coming into this position because I, I thought he looked really well in preseason, and, I mean, if he can keep that up, then uh, this team could be definitely really dangerous if he can have good quarterback play. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's 10-17, like you said, going 500, but I think that's really realistic. We'll have to see how DTR does. A couple other quick things I want to touch on. The Lions getting that gritty win over the Chargers. Defense, a little concerning, but... They were able to get it done, Dan Campbell. I mean, they, some of the, some of his play calls, man. He's just putting his everything on the line. Uh, that fourth down call at the end of the game uh, to pick up the first down. That was amazing. Dan Campbell is going to need a wheelbarrow to <laughs> yeah. uh, walk yeah. around uh, Detroit now. Just thinking of a picture uh, from South Park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's going to need a wheelbarrow walking forward every time yeah. he walks around Detroit now. But uh, yeah, amazing win. Um, any other year the Lions play a game like this, they nine times out of ten would end up losing the game. Yeah, like the SOL. Yeah, know, like no it's no more. I mean, that, that was an amazing uh, ballsy call by Dan Campbell to go for it on fourth down. He knew the situation well. He knew whoever would get the ball last would, ended up, would end up winning that game, mm-hmm. possibly. And, I mean... He decided to put the game in the hands of his quarterback, who he trusts the most, who played absolutely phenomenal on uh, Sunday, and he delivered once again. Um, like you said, I do have a lot of concern for the defense. They gave up a lot of yards, especially to uh, Keenan Allen. Um, the run defense, though, played really well uh, last week, like they have been consistently, which is a good sign. Um, but yeah, exciting, exciting win. Um, really glad that they came out with it, and hopefully we can fix the secondary issues that we're having right now. I, it might be um, that they're just still a little banged up. They might be missing C.J. Gardner-Johnson a lot. They are missing C.J. They, they are missing him a lot. It, right it seems like that's the case right now, but um, yeah, I mean, this team, I, I still think is a they're going to have a home game in the playoffs, I think, uh, as long as they can... Uh, yeah, as long as they can take care of the Vikings uh, week 16 and week 18, those will probably end up being two really important games okay. to decide the, the, the division. But if they can take care of uh, those games, these, this team's going to host a home playoff game for the first time in a, in a long time. And, yeah, I mean, this team is heading in the absolute right direction. And also, shout out Texas A&M for trying to think that they could get Dan Campbell to uh, go there and coach their team. Yeah, I'm gonna um, leave. I'm gonna leave a seven and two yeah. team where I ha- I have opened a Super Bowl window in Detroit. Now I'm gonna leave to go to a middling SC. I know they have money. A middling <laughs> SEC SEC program yeah. that has it, not won anything it, ever. Texas 
Ever. Yeah. Hey, shoot, it, your, it, shoot it's your shot. Cute. It was cute. It was cute. But it reminds um, me of when USC tried to get Tomlin two years ago, oh, and Tomlin was just like, "Yeah, no, what no." Are you talking about it, it, Texas A&M. No. That if you want to, if you want to go for a head coach, right now. very rarely where they come from the NFL to college football. Sick with college coaches. It was it was a cute attempt, but nice try. <laughs> um, I can. <laughs> I feel like I can finally exhale about this team. Um, I went like Week these entire yeah. <laughs> that's where I you know that's where the Lions are as a I get it. franchise. I just, it's I, like I'm I finally like it, yeah. okay, we are actually a good football team. But I do agree with like the problems in the secondary. I also do think that the Chargers have a pretty good offense, and Very they just had a bad game. Um. They, hopefully they'll make some tweaks. I think I think every game this team has gotten better in some way, shape, or form. Uh disregarding that Ravens game. That didn't count. <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> but um It don't matter. We don't talk about it. But yeah, I think this team is just extremely high powered and they have a lot of winnable games down but, the stretch. And man. I'm yeah. also I forgot to mention this. David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs in the same backfield right now. Great. Oh, oh. my what a God. Literally. Th- one the, honestly, one of the best running back duos. In it might literally be the, thunder and lightning. Literally. It's literally thunder and lightning. This is old USC 2005 <laughs> national championship team type of yeah, running Jameer back tandem. He's so fast. And then David Montgomery is able to break. I mean, we saw this with the Bears. He's able to break tackles. Mm-hmm. And, Took it uh, 75 yards gritty. to the house. Yeah. Shout, yeah. Out, yeah. Couple shout out to Jameson Williams, Williams with an amazing effort in a block, running side by side with Monty, getting the blocking two guys at the same time, was able to help out with that touchdown. I think but. it's really impressive that one of his, it feels like one of his best attributes is blocking somehow as a receiver. It, like, I, I mean, mean, obviously. A lot of a big part of blocking is effort. Like yeah, you, you just don't see that that often. It feels like with receivers like that. Yeah. I don't know, but it's cool. He's, to he's see. not getting a lot of receiving work, so you gotta gotta make your impact in, in other ways. He did almost have a touchdown, but it yeah, was that's called true. back. One more thing I want to get into uh, before we get into the pick'em: the the Bills are actually a mess. Yes. Um, Blow that game. They should have won, but Sean McDermott. I mean, that's a coaching issue. You have 12 men on the field. Uh, uh, Do you know who the 12th man was? Yeah. And then 12 men on the field. Broncos kicked the game winning field goal in the win. I mean, the Bills are, I mean, they fired Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator. It's a scapegoat. Josh Allen looks lost. Uh, I agree with that. Night. I know one of them wasn't his fault, but the other one, you just cannot make that. Play. I, don't I remember that, but the Bills are just not. This is not a playoff. Game. I saw this game coming from a mile away. I picked. I knew this was going to happen. I picked the Broncos on uh, green and white too. I and they were like, "What are you talking about?" I, I was like, "People thought I was crazy. People thought I was crazy to say that the Denver Broncos were gonna go into Buffalo <laughs> and, and take down the Buffalo Bills, and that's exactly what happened. This team, this Buffalo Bills team, is so fake." They are so fake. They, I, the, yeah, super, it's, don't even, the Super Bowl window is done. Um, I was about to at say, this Super point. Bowl window out is the, closed. It's been out the window. It's done. I'm um, sorry, Buffalo fans. It's done. This is, this is the most, this is the most fake good team I've ever really seen is. in my even, life. You actually, um, you actually break down the offense player by player now with 
with the way they're playing, it's everything is recontextualized. Josh Allen is leading the league in interceptions. He is not playing like we thought he was even like a year ago. Off on the rushing side, I know they ran for 200 yards against Denver, but holistically, it's not a good rushing team. They don't run the ball a not lot. Consistent. Uh, their wide receiver wants Stephon Diggs. He's amazing. He got but he's lamped by he's, Sertain. Yeah, on he's a the, diva. He might be leaving Buffalo. And besides also, him, yeah. he'll probably leave. Besides him, who do they have? Gabe Davis? He's nope. Fraud. Not good. Kincaid, I like Kincaid. I like Khalil Shakir, but those are not legit threats right now for the league. Uh, yeah, it's their defense it's is done. Cooked. It's They're injured. Cooked. It's old. It's Jover. Yeah. Pack it up. Pack pack it up. Uh, playoff hopes are out the window. You guys might lose to the Jets next week uh, as well. <laughs> no, um, seriously, they, like they actually will probably lose that game. It, Sauce Gardner will have three interceptions. Oh God! I if what Patrick Sertan did to Stephon Diggs was absolutely unreal. Okay. Just wait till Sauce Gardner gets his hands on him. It's and, it's gonna be. And, it's and gonna listen be to bad. this. Jets at Philadelphia at Kansas City. Yeah, they have Dallas a at L.A. The Chargers. Patriots at Miami. Yeah, it's over. It's over. Legitimately, might be a seven <laughs> and ten team. It is. It is over. This um, is insane. What a fall from grace yeah, for the firing Ken Dorsey felt like scapegoat. It's, it's such a scapegoat. Scape- Matt brought it up. I, scapegoat. I think McDermott is gone. I think he Gotta has go. to go. Gotta go. I've. I don't know. He just doesn't strike me as somebody that can. I mean, this team's just falling apart. Yeah. Some of it's not his fault. Some of it. A lot of it is. Hey, he's <laughs> he's supposed to be defensive coordinator and special teams. Like if the team is falling apart, team. it's the head coach. Like your your star wide receiver appears to like hate the team, according to like his brother's he's telling tweets. his brother everything. Apparently, and um, I'm sure he is. your quarterback leads the league in interceptions, and you fired your offensive coordinator, which it's like there's no there's no um what's the word like connection between any of these players it feels like it feels like there's no chemistry what they need is is they need a player meeting and they need it now and they need to air out all their grievances because it's bad it's so bad it's bad i i mean i guess we could say this team's just at its best uh when there's 13 seconds left in each game um yeah i mean uh, it's it's josh Josh Allen's legacy is going to be whining about not getting the ball yep. in that overtime, yep. and that's that's going to be that's it. it. That's going to be it. That's it. Yeah, I mean, McDermott's definitely in the hot seat. I would think if they don't make the playoffs, he's out. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I mean, I still think he would keep Josh Allen, but a lot of changes have to be made to this team uh, if they want to come back to being a competing. They got to go get Brian uh, Dable back to come back and be competing. Win that also. They got to go get Dable back, please, because Dable Dable's not staying in New York. He he could be gone. I don't think I don't I don't think if if Buffalo reached out to Brian Dable and offered him a job, I could not see him saying no. I I could see I could see them. I, I would I, almost think he would he would tear it up. He'd be like, "You guys want me back now? Now you I, want me back?" I think I think he would come back. I honestly think he would come back. He still has such a connection with the team. I mean, we saw it yeah. uh, when they played against each other. Uh, on I Monday think he's night, a, a big reason ago. Josh Allen was as good as he was yeah. for that stretch. Like, clear, Josh Allen loves Brian Dable, and we and we know that to be certain. And so I I I could honestly see it being really hard, especially with the situation that Brian Dable is in right now. That if the Bills came to his door and said, "We want you as our head coach," they 
he would say no. I I think he would one thousand percent take the job, especially especially with what what the Giants are looking like yeah. right now. It it would be good. his best opportunity for a head coaching position, and I think he'd do an amazing job in Buffalo if they can figure out how to reconstruct this team. Yeah. Uh, on to the pick, and we got about five minutes left, so uh, we'll try to make this quick. I'll just find some of the marquee games and our favorite teams who play, and we'll go through it. First off, with the Bears and the Lions. Lions are seven and a half point favorites at Ford Field. Justin Fields makes his return for the first time in like a month, I think. It's been it's been a while. Yeah. Um, you know what? Oh, I'm I'm taking the Lions win. I think the Bears are gonna keep this close. I'm, and it's kind of weird. I I thought this line would be a lot bigger. I yeah. And I'm gonna go Bears plus seven and a half. I feel like they could cover this game. So give me give me the Bears. Um, the one thing that the Lions are really good at. Uh, right now on defense is their pass rush and uh, just their run defense in general. Um, for the Bears to succeed, they have to rely a lot on their run defense on their run offense, uh, especially with Justin Fields coming back. I'm not sure how much they're going to run him, considering he is just coming back from injury. But um, yeah, I don't think this game is going to end up being close. Um, this O line for the Bears, I'm sorry, it's an absolute mess, and right, Hayden Hutchinson. A- Aiden Hutchinson might have a f- is gonna have a field day, I think, uh, with this O line. So give me give me the Lions minus seven and a half. I have to agree. I mean, this is four field is going to be rocking. Like if yeah. the energy in that place, Thanksgiving game, the hopes are high. They they're truly they're seven and two. They're truly a coin toss away from being eight and one right now. I think they are going to easily cover. I don't get the spread. The spread opened at nine and now it's down to seven and a half. I don't. I'm I'm gonna be interested. Are on the Bears. I'm gonna be interested to see how that cover next week goes for that Thanksgiving game against the Packers. Because if it's seven and a half for the Bears, what what do we think it's gonna be for Green Bay? Especially if they end up winning this week. Do they play this week? Uh, Green Bay plays the Chargers. Yeah. So if they win, I mean, the Lions have to be a a touchdown favorite. It'll be about the same. Yeah, so I hope so. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'll yeah, I'll just make it quick. I pretty much agree with Jay. I think it's going to be closer than people think it might be. I mean, obviously, some people don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think the Bears are going to hang around because just because Justin Fields is back, I don't know, maybe he'll do some... I don't know about Justin Fields anymore. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that, that is true. That's true. Uh, believe it or not, the Bears actually have like a top ten run defense this year, which is kind of surprising. Well, we'll see if he can stop under and lightning. Yeah, there you go. Um, on to Jack's Pittsburgh Steelers going to Cleveland with Dogtown to take on the Browns. Believe it or not, the Browns are one and a half point favorite, and this is a rat line. And for that reason, I'm going to take the Browns. I don't understand. Uh, Vegas knows all. I'm going with the Browns here. I think that defense is going to hold up. Yeah, this is. I'm gonna go with the Browns though at home. I'm so sorry, Jack. This is this is an even pick. Even the money line is even right now, um, as well. Yeah, get, give me, give me, give me the Browns. I I still I think Dorian Thompson Robin Robinson is gonna be a better quarterback uh, than Deshaun Watson has been this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's gonna show that this week against a really tough Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Mm-hmm. And Cleveland's defense, as we see, is just absolutely phenomenal. And I think they continue to play that way. And 
I mean, you guys haven't outgained anyone in a game yet, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I, it, 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 it's very hard for me to see uh, you guys having much success against the Cleveland Browns defense. No, it won't be. This team has taken a piece out of my heart every single week that we've played because <laughs> we're not a good football team, but we're somehow 6-3. and three. So I think this game's going to be a tie next. <laughs> I I I think I think that legitimately Pickett I could see DTR having eighty nine yards, and it's a tie. It's like a ten to ten tie. I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting and I'm just losing my mind because this team makes me want to lose my mind. I already have. You guys can tell I'm off my rocker right now. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be like a twelve to twelve tie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely take the under but I'm gonna pick the Steelers to win this one just because I feel like it I don't really know um I don't really know this game literally might be like the final score might be like four to two <laughs> three you know what it, and that would be scoregami and I would love for a Steelers these scoregami. games are always just like pandemonium for some reason and Something's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, something weird's going to happen. But Alex Steelers... Heisman's going to hit DTR with his helmet. Again, any <laughs> other any other year, this would be a primetime game that we'd have to watch, too. <laughs> yeah. This would be a primetime game. Do you game. not want to watch this? No. I will be I don't watching watch this. this. I will. For the Jets and the Bills. The Bills are seven-point favorites. You know what to do. Jets. 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 Um... Yeah, take Jets. their money line at this rate. J-E-T. J-E-T. It's plus, Jets, it's plus Jets, 260. Jets, Jets, Jets. You'll make a lot of money. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I took I took Broncos. It, it made me a, it made me a get them out. Yep. Also, so, yeah, take Jets. And any take player Jets. prop with Josh Allen over interceptions. Yep, that too. That too. And let, the Sunday night game, this is actually kind of a sneaky good game. Yeah. Uh, oh. the Broncos and the Vikings. Broncos are two-point favorites. Broncos are playing good football right now, and the Vikings are six and four somehow. I don't, I, I cannot believe they're six and four, but uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Denver here. I think they're playing good football right now. The defense has been better. Um, offense, I mean, Russ has been actually like really good the last few weeks. Hasn't turned the ball over. I'll go Denver in this game. Do we know if Justin Jefferson will be back? He might for this game. Possibly. Possibly. I'm trying to figure out. It doesn't. Uh, he was a limited participant in practice on Thursday, so maybe not. Um, yeah, if there's no Justin Jefferson playing on this uh, for Minnesota, um, yeah, give me give me Denver to win again. Their pass defense has been playing significantly better uh, these last three games, um, and it's the the Vikings right now. They really rely on their pass game to win them football games on offense, and if if you have Patrick Sertan on Jordan Addison right now, and really outside of Jordan Addison, they don't have much in terms of wide receiver uh, threats. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a tough day for the Minnesota offense. Uh, give me give me the Broncos to win this one. Fourth I, in a row. I'm going to take the pass. I'm going to take the Pastronaut and the Vikings. I mean, Josh Dobbs, this is one of the greatest stories in the league this year. Uh, he he might He's probably going to win comeback player of the year. Uh, he's playing out of his mind right now. What he did last week uh, was just amazing. Uh, I, they're, they're on a five-game win streak right now, the Vikings are. I think they keep it rolling, and they go get a big win in uh, Denver. 
I'm also going to take the Vikings. Um, for some reason, every every time I think something happens that I'm like, okay, the Vikings are done, they just win somehow every time. So I'm going to keep going with that. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I mean, they just find ways to win somehow. There's nothing appealing about this football team, though. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> On to the Monday night game. This is game of the year material right yep. here. The Eagles and the Chiefs. The rematch of Super Bowl. Oh, God. 58. 58? I think. Is that it? I think. Anyways, it was re- rematch of the last year's Super Bowl. Uh, Chiefs coming as a two and a half point favorite. You know, I'm going Philly here. The Chiefs are just not playing great football right now. Their offense is, eh, it's, it's solid, but yeah. not the Chiefs that we're used to seeing. Um, their defense has been solid, but. This Eagles team, man, I just, they're really good, top to bottom. A great offensive line. You know they're going to do the push-push. I'm going Eagles plus two and a half. Oh, this is this is so tough. This is hard. This is, this this is, is really hard. really hard. This is really hard. I mean, oh, I, I love the way this Chiefs defense has been playing this season. They're one of the best defenses in the entire NFL, not to mention the youngest defense in the NFL. Um, I, I really don't. I really see them giving Philadelphia on offense a lot of fits mm-hmm. because of how good this team is. And just, oh, I, I I can't count them out at home. I, I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs here, I think. I, I think this defense is good enough to keep up with Philly's offense, and I think they're going to give them a lot of struggles. Um, and Chiefs at home, Patrick Mahomes, he's going to put on a show this weekend, especially coming out off a of bye week. Too. This is gonna. I think they're gonna have an amazing game in Arrowhead, and I think I I think we're gonna look at this win, and they're gonna put themselves right back at top of uh, Super Bowl contenders. So, get, give me the Chiefs to win this one. I will take the Chiefs as well. This game is this game is so interesting because the Chiefs have had some offensive problems, but the D- Eagles are having defensive back problems. Yeah. So to see how that goes is gonna be super interesting. Obviously, the Chiefs' defense is playing great. Eagles' offense is playing great. I think this is going to be a surprisingly low-scoring game. I would take the under. It's forty. It's forty-five and a half right now, uh, and I think the Chiefs are just are probably just going to squeak this one out at home. Will be probably the game of the year. Uh, I'm really excited to watch it. Uh, so yeah, give me Chiefs. Uh, I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, as you guys know, I've been high on this team all year long, mm-hmm. and I just yeah, um, like Jay said, top to bottom, just a complete football team and I th- I think it's going to be on the higher scoring side personally but I um, hope so I think I, it, I do too I can I just see think it being be. you know a little bit yeah. higher but yeah yeah I mean that, that's going to be a really fun game to watch so well, that's Monday Night Football but that's going to do it for this episode of the pilot kind of a shorter episode but we're not going to be back next week because of Thanksgiving break uh, next Friday I will be in Detroit uh, for Black Friday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Last game so fun. Last, last game on the Super Bowl, thank the Lord. But we should be back after Thanksgiving break um, in about two weeks. So for Oscar Henderson, Jack David, uh, uh, Matt Corey, my name is Jada Coster. We will see you guys next time for this next episode of The Pilot. Have a great Thanksgiving, guys.